Hello and welcome to Stick to Sports Biz. I'm your host, Brandon Fleshman. You may have noticed the title of this episode does not feature someone's name as it usually does, and that's because I'm trying something new and going solo for this one, splitting the kickoff and interviews into two separate episodes and will alternate every week. We need to talk about women in sports. And I know what you're thinking. Great, another cis, heterosexual, white male here to give women his unsolicited opinions. In this case, I'm actually here to talk to the men out there by sharing a story that served as a wake-up call for me in hopes that it will give some awareness to others. In just the past few weeks, we've seen updates in the stories of both Deshaun Watson's and the Washington Commander's sexual assault and harassment allegations, and not to mention the ban of abortions by the Supreme Court. One of my first thoughts when these stories break is, right now, some man in a sports office is saying something stupid. It's hard to be a woman in sports. It always has been. Even more so for women of color, women who are LGBTQ+, or hold other historically marginalized identities. The saying still goes, it's a man's world because of how male-dominated the sports industry is. That means almost any woman who pursues her interest in sports as a career endures constant quizzing of her knowledge, stereotypes, discrimination, harassment, or worse on any given day. This story is just one such example. One day at one of my former employers, news spread around the office of a particular domestic violence case in pro sports. One man decided to give his hot take, an insensitive comment which drew quiet laughter from other guys. One guy responded with a quip. The two went back and forth for a minute. From a distance, a harmless interaction. To be honest, it went in one ear and out the other for me. I barely paid attention to it as I was busy working and nothing about the remark immediately stood out. Why? Not to excuse this, but every man is used to this type of behavior from their early days in locker rooms. Whether it was high school gym class or an after school sport, the locker room has always been a place where men would speak openly, often saying insensitive things about others and going unchecked by his peers. And that's not to normalize it because frankly, it wasn't normal to me. I was uncomfortable with some locker room chatter. I would think if a woman or an adult were here, you wouldn't be saying that. Men were enabled to act like cavemen at a young age, and the end result? Men who grow up to work in majority male offices and feel comfort in that to speak their minds. Why is that a problem? There's a big difference in the professionalism expected between a locker room full of teens and a workplace. When these insensitive comments were made at my work, I happened to notice that one of the only women in the office promptly left the building. I want to respect her privacy so I won't go into details of this conversation, but I knew I had felt as an ally to her and the women in the office that day. I hadn't made the boneheaded remarks, nor had I responded to them. I hadn't done anything. In fact, the problem was that I hadn't done anything. As someone who wants to show up as an ally, I had failed my women co-workers in this instance by not saying something. I told her next time I'd do better, and we went back to the office. 
I never said anything to any of the guys involved. In this case, the instigator was a leader at the company, and I feared retaliation, but in being quiet, I was complicit. It can be scary or difficult, but as men, we have to hold each other accountable. In sports media, for example, where less than 20% of the employees are women, allies in the majority have to do what's necessary to create a safe space. We have to show up for others. By not speaking up in these situations, we're actually saying such behavior is okay. In reality, a real leader would be open to a mature discussion like this with you if how things went down didn't sit well. This incident did make a change in me though. I thought long and hard about why it didn't stand out to me when it was first said, and I thought of how normalized it had been for me since a young age. Women in sports, and really anyone belonging to historically marginalized or underrepresented groups for that matter, already have it hard enough. The last thing they need is men being neutral in situations that require them to step up. When most leaders in the workplace look and live just like you, I believe it's up to you to show up, to hold space, to amplify the voices less heard, and advocate for them. Just having that awareness of how something that may be small or insignificant to you can greatly impact someone else is the first step toward making a difference in your own workplace. I implore you to leave the locker room behavior in high school and create a much different culture in your professional life. That's all for today, everyone. We'll be back next week with another interview episode. If you like this, please consider following Stick to Sports Biz wherever you listen to podcasts to get more content like this. On Apple Podcasts, you do this by hitting the plus sign in the top right of the show page. I'd also appreciate it if you gave us a rating or review, five-star review. Just tap those five stars at the bottom or tell a friend or colleague about the show. This all helps the show a ton and I really appreciate it. I'd love to hear from you and get your feedback on the show. DM me on Twitter at Brandon Fleshman, or you can email me at sticktosportsbiz at gmail.com. Until next time, remember, you are more than what you do.